Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome to episode number 32 of Inbound Sales Journey. So far this season, we have been taking your objections that you've asked us to overcome, tried to do our best to answer those. And today is, Gray, our last objection that has been submitted that we have chosen to go over here. Before we start diving into more general topics to help that have been submitted, more of just overall questions about inbound selling and, and specifically uh, how that relates to people's agencies. So this is a, a big episode, Gray. We're almost done with the objections. And the one that we are going to be talking about today is the objection that we hear that is more of a top of the funnel uh, type of objection where people just want information. So they'll get in touch with you and say, hey, just send me info. You've reached out to them uh, probably because they've downloaded something and they just kind of are the tire kicker, the casual browser, probably looking at a bunch of different agencies, don't seem like they want to be bothered with a phone conversation. We're going to talk about how to handle that, how to approach that. So, Gray, what I will do is I will kick this over to you and hear some of your thoughts and then chime in after. Nice, Ryan. Well, I'm waiting for the kick. Nope, no kick. Okay, no kick effects. No kick effects. Sound sound effects. Sound effects, kick effects. Wow, I'm struggling today. Let me try again in English, Ryan. No sound effects. Okay, here we go. So, this one, so you, as you were introing it, I've actually seen this in a couple of situations that are a little bit different. Sometimes people who get in touch with you, they're not just, this isn't necessarily reactive after you've reached out to them after they've downloaded something, but sometimes they say, hey, could you send me info about this? So they're somewhat proactive about looking for it, but they just want info. They don't want to have a phone conversation. So I would say... I guess I have a couple things. I don't think that I have a great answer for this. So this is one, I'll I'll say two things here before I actually get into my answer. One is, if you have an answer to this objection or any of the others that we've covered that you'd like to share, we would love to hear that and feature that on the podcast here at some point. Thing number two is, this is the last objection for this season that we've chosen to feature submitted by, by you, the listeners. But if you have other objections that you'd like us to address, we are not opposed to circling back in an upcoming season of the podcast and, and hitting on, on more of these. Because this is something where our goal here is just to kind of curate what the objections are and the best ways to answer that and share the lessons that we've learned with you. Because it's taken us a long time to, to figure out how to deal with some of these objections that people have and how to help them help themselves. So that's something that we'd like to share with the community. And obviously we would benefit from hearing your answers. So there's some aspect of this is helping us as well, but but also helping the greater community. Okay. Meanwhile, back in the just send me info objection world, I would say number one, respect that request. So if folks just want that info, that's a sign that they probably don't want to jump on 
an hour long call with you. So I would not try and force that necessarily. I think that you are fine to do a little bit of digging and ask for a definitive next step. So, Hey, I'm going to send, here's what I'm going to send you. And I will follow up with you in three days or in a week after you've had a chance to review that, to learn more about your situation, what you learned and any questions that you have. You could throw in there something like all, unless you email me and tell me that we're not a good fit for each other, this isn't going to be helpful to you. I'll follow up with that. And so you're kind of a presumptive mini close. You're not closing them on a deal, but you're presuming that their answer is going to be yes. Since they asked you for something, you kind of have that right to ask them for some time and some energy in return to know. And also just figure out the situation where they're in now. If you have the opportunity, if you're on a phone call with them, you know, try and find out that info. Just, okay, before I send you stuff so I know what to send you. Tell me a little bit more about your situation. And so you're just sticking it into it and you're doing it not in a dishonest way, not even – I almost said you're doing it under the guise of helping them. But it's not under the guise of – it's in the reality of helping them. Before I know – to help me know what to send you, I need to know more about your situation. So I would say that for one thing. I would say in the Guava Box situation, we do have a video – a recorded video that, that folks can access where we walk them through. Here's the stages of an inbound partnership and here's what timeline and cost, some baseline numbers that they can go off of as they're trying to figure out some of this information. And that's a lot of times the information that they want to know is what's the what's this going to cost me? What results can I expect? What's the process going to look like? What's my commitment? So I would share that. And two other things I would just say, go with your gut. I think usually you'll probably have a pretty good read on, is this person someone who could be a good fit? Does this match up? Does the, does the company at first glance match up with our best fit persona? And if not, then just shoot them whatever the info is and let them self-educate and come back if they happen to be a fit. More often than not, you're going to be right and they're not going to be a good fit for you. And then the one other thing I'd say is look at who else from that organization might be good to pull in as well. So a lot of times the people who say, just send me info, these aren't the decision makers. These are the people who have been told, listen, I need you to go out and get information on six different agencies and come back with the pricing that they have and what the packages look like. And that's pretty common. That's frustrating if you're on the agency side, you need to decide I've been in situations before where I've had that and I've just gotten frustrated with it and just said, we're not a good fit for each other. Like, I'm not willing to go through this process, kind of like the RFP process. Like, I'm not really willing to go through that process right now. I don't need the business and I don't need that type of business, depending on the situation. But but that's a call that you can make. But just understand that and understand if this is the researcher, not the ultimate decision maker, what's their motivation? What makes them look good? How can you help them? look good to their bosses and also position yourself well if that's business that you want to win. So those are a couple of tips that things that I've learned and ways that I would address this. Ryan, are there things that you would do differently or what are your thoughts on it? No, I, I think I'd handle pretty similar to you. I would say that it depends on what they're looking for. So this could be a great in for a relationship building experience because like you said, Gray, you know, if you can help someone out through a research process, make them look good to their boss, well, then they're, they're going to spend a lot more time with you once that research, once they kind of self-educate, like you said, you're the one that helped them out. You're kind of the natural person to go back to, which I like. Now, if there's someone who comes to me though and says, hey, I just need to know your guys' pricing and stuff. That's not the beginning of a good partnership. It's not the beginning of a good relationship. It's not how we work as an agency. You know, I don't have 
the price to give them anyways. Uh, but I will just say, hey, you know what? That's not really how we work. If, if you guys have you know, the time to go through and share with us what you're specifically looking for, I can probably give you a better idea. But if you don't, then I'm not going to give you a price. You know, it's just not people who are just kind of kicking the tires on everyone and just going and they're solely searching on price. We're not the cheapest agency anyways. You know, the people that are just looking for price are are not a good fit for us. So that's kind of how I handle it, Gray. But I will say some people get annoyed, you know, some salespeople, some agency owners get annoyed with these people who just kind of reach out to you up front asking for help with something. But I can say from our experience that as a starting point has turned into good business for us. You know, if you catch those people when they are at the top of the funnel, they're just beginning to do some research. If you can help them out, go a little bit above and beyond just providing good eBooks and stuff, you know, and that they find on their own, but you actually do send them something and to get the conversation going about why they're looking for what they're looking for. That could be a great opportunity. I don't, yeah, I don't like the people that just are asking for price, but the people who are asking for legitimate help and are genuinely curious, Gray, I actually, uh, I actually like to help them out to, to give them a little bit of time and to go for it because we don't know what it's going to turn into quite yet. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Anything else that you'd throw in there, Ryan? Uh, I think that's pretty much how I handle it. I give people the benefit of the doubt unless I, like you said, go with your gut. If we get a bad vibe, I, you know, probably not worth the time at that point. Maybe send them something, but don't dig, dig too hard. Um, and that's typically, again, if they're going after just price. Right. I will just reiterate, having something like that video – that I mentioned earlier, or eBooks, whatever the medium is, by having that available, you're going to save yourself a lot of time. This is something, we don't get this every single day, but but we get this pretty frequently. And so having something like that to send people, you don't, you don't necessarily know what something's going to turn into, but before spending a ton of time with, with folks, you can help them kind of self-educate a lot. So you save yourself a lot of time in figuring out who is a good fit and who's not a good fit. Mm, great. One so. other thing that I wanted to say, and then I'll have you wrap us up. If you are giving people your time and sharing things with them, you said it briefly. I just want to make sure people heard this and are doing this. A definitive next step is very important. So you don't, what you don't want is that person at the high level who's looking for help and you don't ask any additional questions. You just kind of give them something. And there is no, uh, like you said, Hey, why don't you review this over the next three days? And then I'm going to give you a call and we can kind of talk about it together. So, you know, to help you through whatever it is, whatever the situation is, it's a waste of your time. If you give someone something and don't set a definitive next step with them if you're not following up with them because those people nine times out of ten are about to, are going to disappear you might have them come back if they really like some of the content but you start the relationship by helping them and then from there you just make sure that that next step is in place to continue that relationship to then advance further and do to some sort of partnership so absolutely well i think the other thing that you avoid is just the inaction they are looking for info they read through it if you just let time go by and expect them to get back to you, they, they've got everyone has a lot of things on their plate. And so I can point to specific deals that we've won by being persistent and giving these calls to action and saying, you know, and then at the end of the day, you wind up winning a deal and pushing something through, helping the clients understand that there is actually a sense of urgency here and uncovering that urgency and having clients say, like, probably wouldn't have worked with you guys, but you were just head and shoulders above other people's follow up during the sales process. And, and that convinced me that that's what you were going to be like to work with during the project as well. And so wound up going with you guys and taking action earlier than expected. So I think that's definitely something not to overlook. 
But we'll wrap up right there. And guys, a couple of things. One, you can grab the show notes for this week's podcast at doinbound.com slash sales journey. You can grab the show notes for all the podcasts. The audio recordings are up there. If you are listening to this through the show notes and you're not yet subscribed, go ahead and jump over to iTunes or whatever you use for subscribing to podcasts and subscribe to the feed so you don't miss next week's episode when we're going to be talking about should prospecting and sales be separate roles at your agency. I'm excited to dive into this topic. One other thing that I'll mention and leave you with here, and we've mentioned this, so this is the last week in season two of where we're, we're diving into common objections. If you want to grab the cheat sheet on how we answer all the most common objections that we hear, you can head over to doingabout.com slash objections ebook and grab it right there. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash sales journey. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash sales journey. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.